Yo, 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 what's good? This is Chairman House of Barf. Hope everybody's feeling well. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, let's just try to hop into this. Gosh darn it. Ugh. My thinkorswim platform isn't working today. Ugh. Okay. All right. Well, this is the type of stuff we run into. I do want to let you know I'm not in a quiet space today. Uh, one, I do got um, some uh, some people who are here. Uh, and also, uh, good news, I do have a technician who's supposed to stop by and check out my AC. Um, uh, I don't know what they're going to say, uh, but they said they may be able to uh, possibly get it under five thousand dollars uh this 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 has truly been uh, a tough period but it's all good god is still blessing me god is still looking out for me god's still looking out for all of us you know uh so um we're going to get through this uh things are moving a little bit slow but it's okay i'm not looking to speed it up uh move too fast uh you know because as soon as you know you grow fast um, for me personally, I could be wrong. Uh, people are going to try to just tear it down. Now, if I can take my time and move it slow, and I always say this, especially to people, oh, wow, look, uh, that's so cool here. Um, I was just going to say, uh, whenever you try to build it up fast and people start noticing you taking off, then people are going to start, you know, finding ways to try to, uh, slowly, but surely, uh, tear you and your family down, uh, dropping your name in the middle of things that aren't true. And then, um, possibly your name being dropped in the middle of things that may have some, uh, truth to them. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm telling y'all, I know I'm between a spiritual battle. Um, you know what I'm saying? Cause even like the other day when, uh, that dude, uh, pulled up on me, uh, so again, as I've stated, I've stated to y'all. So the other day, a friend of mine, uh, stopped by the house. Um, and, uh, I was able to get the thinkorswim platform up. Thank goodness. Uh, it's about 923, uh, AM dude just pulls up on me. Um, my, my buddy came over and he parked my car, uh, um, in, in the, sh in the street instead of on the driveway. And, um, and this part of the street is also in front of a neighbor's house. Um, it, you, I, I'm not even gonna try to describe it, but that's essentially what happened. And then, uh, he hops out the car, um, and me and him start walking. So we're walking now and, um, this car pulls up on us and it's like, Hey, why did you park your car there? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah. So I was just ready to disengage totally. I was just like, you know what? Let's just resolve this and I'm just going to move the car. Right. And since then, guess what I've seen? This is a sidebar, multiple cars parked, parked there. But, of course, he's probably going to say something like, oh, yeah, but I know those cars are some shit, right? My my buddy wanted to engage in him, you know, nothing bad. He just wanted to say, hey, buddy, look, you know, I, you know, I'm from the neighborhood. He's from the neighborhood, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's no, 
big deal. Um, I was just like, you know what? It was late at night. It was like 10 p.m. at night. I was like, you know what? This isn't the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to take a walk. I got enough going on in my life already. I'm not looking for more uh, beef or hostility. I'm actually trying to stay as quiet as I can. Um, I've been sticking to myself. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, just even that incident. And then he even went further to call my family and tell them how the interaction with me was so bad. The whole interaction was like 20, 30 seconds. So, um, so my, I, 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 me and my son, my, 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 my little ones, we, we, we kind of like, I kind of just talked to him. I'm like, man, that is so messed up, man. This guy, he just couldn't give it up. Right. Just had to be that Mr. I'm powerful. Uh, you're not just going to get away like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let your family know that I had an interaction with you and it was a bad interaction. My son, he's like, Dad, why don't you just pull out your cell phone and record him? I was like, son. He's like, I wish you would do that more. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, so many people are screenshotting, recording me. Um, you know, um, I'm dead. Like, this shit is crazy. Like, and I'm, and I'm a nobody. A nobody. I got people who screenshotted my uh, text messages. I got people who have recorded me. Maybe if I was a little tipsy or people have recorded me if I was arguing with, you know, uh, a family member or something. They just pull out a cell phone and record me. Um, I got people who have uh, saved videos of me on their ring, of me sitting outside. And maybe I was chilling or whatever. I don't even really get into it. Um and he's like, and you don't ever pull out your phone and record anybody. I'm like, rarely, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, rarely. Like, I can't think of a time where I got I got footage in my phone, um, of where I'm gonna and 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 what it does is it makes me look like a, I'm a complete idiot. I look like a complete idiot, right? Just imagine you see this text message of somebody, uh, man. We got about two minutes before this market uh, starts. Uh, man, fuck you. Fuck you. I, you're, you're a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And um, and you ain't got nothing. You're just like, nah, but that's not how it went down. This person pulled up on me. They trying to make it seem like I threatened them. No, I felt more threatened. I was trying to get out of there. Or no, man, this person was dragging uh, my wife's name through the mud. After she did so much for him or, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? And, but people are like, well, where's your proof? You know what I'm saying? Where's your proof? And I'm like, man, uh, I, I don't got none. It's just my word. You know what I'm saying? People are like, nah, dog. Nah, dog. We don't look. I got this, I got this right here. I got this proof right here about you. Here, one second. Let me see what they're talking about on CNBC. I know, I know. I'm just already out of breath here. We got two and a half uh, minutes before we get to an opening bell. We got a lot of news to get into. The next 30 minutes are going to be jam-packed. Let's hit... uh... Okay, so it's going to be a pretty jam-packed day on news. And I'm not even sure if I can day trade, man. And I definitely can't buy no options. They're messing my shit up on that. But, um, yeah, even my little son... Real quick, off topic, even my little man was like, man, you know what, Dad, that's... That's a special trade of yours. You know what I'm saying? That's and 
And I know it seems stupid. You seem like the stupidest person in the world right now. But at some point in life, this is my little man talking to me like this, right? And he's he's talked to me like this since he was three, four years old. For real. It's some crazy shit. And he says, you know what? It's it's going to work out for you one day. It's going to work out for you one day uh, somehow. I, he, he, you know, he's like, I, you know, it's a, it's a great trait to not try to drag people through the mud, you know. But sometimes I really wish that you would pull out your phone because, for example, when that guy dragged my name through the mud, who do you think that they believed? You know what I'm saying? Um, he's an older guy. You know, he's a he's a um, a member of his community. You know what I'm saying? All right, we're gonna start talking on Chandler's journal, Chandman's journal. Um, I'm I'm losing my friends, my house, my car, uh, AC blowing out, wife is leaving. Who are they gonna believe? You know what I'm saying? And of course, who did my family believe? You know what I'm saying? I will admit that they didn't like. It was funny because they didn't really chew me out like I thought they would. They like they started off by chewing me out. But kind of once I told him, like, look, the whole interaction was like 20, 30 seconds long. As soon as he pulled up on us in his car, like I'm walking, me and my buddy are walking. He pulls up on us in his car, you know, and out his window. Oh, the futures look like it's going to be a pretty good day. Okay. Okay. And it's like, yo, um, why is your car parked there? And I was like, dude, uh oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so uh, real quick, uh, just looking at that foot locker trade, but yeah, but yeah, even even my little man, I was like, yo, and that you know, me and my man, my little man talked about a couple other things. I was like, you know, what I'm saying, can you believe all these people be dropping my name and your mom's name and all this stuff? Uh, oh crap, yeah. Told you I'm not in that quiet area right now. And um, he was just so astonished. Like, he was like, man, why? I don't know why people want to do this. And I was like, man, I, it's not. I ain't say this to him. It just, it's coming to me right now. I was like, man, you know what? It's not always them, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Sometimes it's God, man. Uh, I mean, not even God, just the devil. You know what I'm saying? The devil has to work. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The devil got to twerk. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They they gotta they gotta get busy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's just some shit. And uh so I'm getting to a point right now where I'm like, yo, I can't I can't be in this position. You know what I'm saying? I, I do gotta be an avid member in society and I plan on being an avid member, but I can't be in this position position where AC's blown out and I've spent too much money on random shit and I can't afford to get it fixed, which that's some shit I gotta deal with personally. Like, come on, Chan, if you wasn't on your nut-ass shit. Uh, but also, if I wasn't on my nut-ass shit at the same time, I, I feel like everything has a silver lining, then I probably would have just paid the five grand to get it fixed instead of 
calling around, seeing if I can get some help. You know what I'm saying? And then finding. So I don't know. I'm not saying that's the correct way to go about it, just to be able to throw money at anything. This is one thing I real real quick that I learned about. And that felt like a trade is up a dollar and fifty cents. I'm thinking about going hang your race, uh sell it. Um what would have happened if I would have got a thousand shares like I wanted to? Um, it would have been a thousand shares. It would have been about 0.42%. Let me see a thousand times 0.42, a thousand times 0.42. Wait, wait, no, no. it would have been a thousand times 0.0042. Yeah. I would have made $4. Okay. So we're still good. I'm just going to let it sit. I'm just going to let that sit and just let it ride and watch it. We'll try to get rid of it before, uh, maybe 11 or something. If it keeps riding like that, I'll get ready to get rid of it right now. Uh, but I'm just, I'm, I'm in champion's journal. So one thing I learned about money, all right, this is, this is completely away from barf. One thing I learned about money, um, was you cannot throw money at your problems. Not, not, not my bad. I don't mean to say problems. Your money, of course, doesn't solve all things, right? We got that. I think everybody knows that it doesn't solve all issues. So when my first child was born, I was working, in my personal opinion, my spouse may say something different. Like, nah, he was just at the bar. Eh, that's not completely true. Uh, to an extent, you know how family members can do. They can just drag your name through the mud. So I was working, like, really hard. I really was. I was really working on my craft, which was investing. Uh, I was also in college at the time. And, uh, was just really trying to get on my grind because I really wanted to become, uh, a professional investor, a trader, um, um, a personal advisor, uh, possibly even a portfolio manager, head fund manager. I really want to work on my craft. And clearly if you listen to the, to the podcast, you know, the conversation we're having, you'll clearly say this guy's nowhere near like, you know, I look at YouTube videos for children on like, what is 20% of 20% of 20, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh shit. And then the dude will do the math real quick. And it's like, this is how you do it. Cross out all these zeros, multiply these numbers, whatnot. And then you will have your answer. I'm like, oh crap. So I look at those, um, videos. They intrigue me. Um, and then I look over my notes and I'm like, Chan, you are nowhere near being a great investor, man. So trust me, I, I, I plan on working on this because there's so much information that I did not retain. Uh, there's some of this information right here that I wanted to retain that I got written down. A bond, premium, par, shit, I don't even know what DIS stands for. Uh, I wrote this down. The coupon, um, nominal yield, coupon yield, yield till, I can't remember what that is. Uh, all that information. I got this all written down because uh, again, working on my craft, but so much, so much of it left my brain, and I gotta, I gotta get it back. Um, damn, that trades my Footlocker's down to a dollar now. Damn, I could have just sold it and got a dollar fifty, dollar sixty, which we'll get ready to get that done. There's no rush. I'm okay with holding um, Footlocker for a while. I was actually thinking about getting some more shares. Um, it, it, we'll go over some regulation things as well. But one thing about the money. Uh, so when my first child was born, I was thinking I was really working on my craft. Uh, some of these notes are even old, old notes that I've taken that I'm pulling back out to go over again. Um, but I was working on my uh, my craft, and 
I thought if I just made enough money that I could, you know, get the get the apartment at the time, buy a couple cars at the time, uh, put food in the fridge, buy a couple bottles of wine, you know what I'm saying, and take care, get uh, get my kid into uh, daycare and and any other you know things that we had to go got going on. I was able to achieve those things, but my spouse was, and this is early on. Uh, my spouse was distancing themselves because they're like, "Yo, you're you're never like focused on us. You're never around. You're always, you you go to work, uh, you know, you um, you go to college. You may hang out at the bar. Uh, at no point, you know, are we a part of your 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 fabric? And I'm like, "Yo, that's crazy. Y'all are everything. Like, <laughs> you're my whole fabric. All I care about is y'all." You know what I'm saying? So that was one time I learned early on that, okay, it's time to stop working so hard. It's time to stop focusing on certifications, degrees, and everything. I know, I think I heard, uh, uh, I heard, um, I can't remember his name, but he's on Shark Tank. I think I saw, uh, you, I know, I know I saw a YouTube short when he even said, look, it's, it's actually probably easier to replace your wife than it is to replace uh like i guess if you started a business or something right um well footlocker is about to go under it's at 15 cents now um, my, my earnings my earnings uh okay okay it's, it's okay okay so it's going back up um so i learned then you know, money is not, it's not the answer to everything. So even now, uh, you may see me doing all this podcast about money, uh, all these notes about money, um, um, uh, platform about money. I'm trying to make money, calling the banks for money, all that. But, uh, I always stay, you know, um, it's, it's not always about that. You know, if I was able to, if money wasn't a concern, I've had people ask me this question. If money wasn't a concern, what would you do with your money? And I told them philanthropy all day. I would, it depends. If, I, I would, I would wake up in the morning. If my wife was, uh, whoever I'm married to, I'm, I'm going to fuck my wife. I'm going to drive my kids to school. Uh, I mean, you know, of course, after I take my shower and everything. I'm going to go to the gym or shit. I'm not even going to go to the gym. I'm going to have a gym in my, my place, in my house. I'm going to hit the gym uh, in my basement or wherever it is, on the roof, wherever it is. Um, probably, I'll probably be smoking, you know what I'm saying? Probably take a shot, you know what I'm saying? And the rest of my day is going to be straight philanthropy. Stopping by um, uh, schools. Um, uh, elementary, uh, all the way up until high school, maybe, and um, hiring a team of people to incorporate a financial literacy program. Some actual motherfuckers, because I tried to apply for a financial literacy literacy outreach program, and these people are like, "Uh, this guy just thinks we go to schools and try to implement our programs." No, we actually have analytics and Excel sheets of what programs work and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Oh shit, I didn't realize that." They're like, "Yeah, we don't just, 
you know, and I was like, oh shit. I was like, dog, but he's like, I, I remember they were like, I can, I can see you got a lot of passion for this, but it's not just about passion. We also need some brains. Like we need you to know how to work an Excel sheet, like to the, to, you know, the very professional or whatever. We need you to have great written, great communication and everything. And this was exactly what I was struggling with, with the, the role I knew I was probably going to get terminated from was there was, I was having some technical difficulties and uh, I was like, man, I got to I got to get out of this. And I seen an outreach program and I was like, oh, this would be perfect for me. And they're like, nah, man, that's not how it works. And then I ended up getting terminated and it just all fell apart. Um, but yeah, making sure going to different schools, implementing um, uh, financial literacy programs, uh, probably I don't want to say like a self-motivation book, uh, but like a you're not alone book. You know, um, uh, something to let people look like I know what you're going through pregnant at 16 or 17 or 18. I was not pregnant, but um, I I have friends and family who were um, possibly losing your uh, getting getting married young, losing your spouse, losing your children, losing your house, Um, uh, 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 possibly losing your car no money, maybe you spent a lot of money on shit you shouldn't have, and now you're losing everything, just various things, uh, I was thinking about writing a book on, and you know what, that's actually what, you know, if somebody steals everything from me, it's probably what people do, um, uh, so, um, I believe, uh, it it was going to be called Epic, and I believe, I'm not sure, I think I was going to make the I in Epic, a you, uh, and I believe it was going to be experiences, uh, perception, uh, under underestimating the number one, um, and challenges. And, uh, I'll probably work on that book. And another reason why I would call it epic is just to like get people's attention. Like epic. Oh, look, this person wrote a book named epic. You know, and then I changed the I to a U and it, oh, he spelt it wrong. I'm intrigued, you know, or, or uh, he's just a dumb black person who can't spell another one. You want to hide anything from a black person? We know where to put it. Um, I'll probably work on that book. Just about that book. Uh, essentially. Um, our uh, they're talking about constellations. I want to write that S S. TZ. Uh, so essentially what it is, is um, one thing I told you, several people tell me, chairman, you got several struggles, man. Uh, adjusting when, when you hit a point where like even something so simple as like, let's say we're going to the club and you have your mind made up that you want to go to a certain club and and the crew gets involved. No. Hey, you, you were going to go hang out with, without us. Yeah, man. Cause every time I get the crew together, I end up doing a bunch of shit, spending a bunch of money somewhere I don't even want to. So I just like going places, you know, solo, dolo, or with one other person, two other people maybe, and go have a good time. And uh, next thing you know, crew gets involved. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, we're going here, there, and there. They're like, yo, you have a real rough time adjusting. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have a rough time adjusting to different things. You know, um, you, you have a goal in your mind. You want to go get a certification or a license. And all of a sudden, uh, your spouse wants to uh, do something different. 
and um i pretty much just like freeze my hands go in the air and i'm like cool whatever you want to do we'll do it and we go down their path and is there no time where chan man is where where i'm um still pursuing my personal goals and dreams uh so there's a few things with that anger issues as well um um uh, what was I? Uh, I was gonna say the the one that I wanted. Uh, what was the other one? I can't even remember. But um, oh, uh, essentially, oh, the other one, which is uh, is this term called perception projection, where also I guess it could kind of go as a hybrid with adjusting. Once something's in my head, you know what I'm saying, I can pretty much say that's what it is. Now I'm not saying everything I say or do I believe is true, but that's how it can happen sometimes. Once it's in my head, like, I can kind of, like, what people would say, project it onto other people. So that's one reason why Epic, uh, I was going to work on this self-motivation. That's what it's categorized. I don't know. But more so just, it's a book to let people know you're not alone. Uh, so through our experiences, we can have our perceptions. Also, I always talk about don't underestimate the number one. I, I feel like, a lot of times in my life, I may have underestimated the number one. I've been very fortunate to make it to my age of 36. Uh, but there were so many times, um, like even my health right now, uh, I'm like, I, I kind of underestimate the one life we have. And uh, I may not be in the best health. I may not eat the healthiest. Uh, I may be putting things in my body that I shouldn't. And it just takes one bad time for it all to mess up and then um uh so experiences can build your perception on things which may not be true you know and then underestimate the number one and then challenges uh we're all going to experience challenges but it doesn't mean that we have to perceive things as hard or negative um uh i i used to have a coach a mentor at one of my companies who would talk to me about that you know, even if I'm just chilling, working on something, I'm like, man, this is hard. They would say something like, no, it's not hard. It's an opportunity for growth or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you right here, right here. And um, that's something I'm working on right now. Uh, but also, uh, if money wasn't a thing, I would work on that book. I'd work on uh, going to schools. I'd also, um, I would reach out to other experts. Um uh, you know, maybe healthcare industry, see if they need any assistance. Uh, I would also work on the bank banking system. Uh, one thing that doesn't make sense to a lot of people, a lot of people. So one thing I, I did research on a little bit while ago, it was like an hour, two hours was consumers don't know what they want. Well, after a few articles that we read together, learned that consumers are actually very intelligent. Consumers know what they want. Uh, based on that theory. Now, I still have my theory that I think consumers don't know what they want, but um, that that has been debunked. But, you know, who knows? Um, so when it comes to finances, people always say it takes money to make money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and also people don't understand why they have to pay for financial services. Uh it could it could be a different thing in another country, you know, 
But I would like to work with the banks and broker dealers and figure out a way that we we can we can offer uh you know maybe it's through AI or maybe it's through an algorithm that we got to develop uh in order for us to get maybe services down you know what I'm saying so that we we can bring more people into investing seriously you can start investing with a dollar I'll do a dollar trade today you know well you know that's something here let me write that down do a dollar trade I'm going to write that down do a dollar trade if i can find something to trade for a dollar i'll do it all right um but yeah i would i would uh work on the banking uh crises uh, uh i would work on uh the banking and broker dealer things with consumers because we got to get more people uh we got to get more people investing in their future you know i think it's so honorable to see that grandmother that came over from I don't know, a foreign country, you know, uh, let's just say, I don't know, let's say something like Mexico or something. She came to America. Um, she worked as um, a um, as a maid or something and only made, you know, minimum wage. And when she passed away, she gave her family a million dollars. I think that story is so honorable. And I love that story. Okay, now this, I tell people all the time, I really don't need to say anything that has shock value because just the way I talk anyways, I think that's so honorable, but also there's a little bit in me that is a little pissed off and a little hurt because I'd be like, damn, if there was only something I could have did to get to her, you know, just to, just to get her to take just a little bit of that chicken, not even all of it, just a little bit. Let's take... She had a million dollars. Let's take 10% of that. I'm sorry. You're probably like, why the fuck can't you do your math right? A million times 10%, 100K. If we could have just took 100K, and it's not about always having more money, okay? More money, more prompts, right? But if we could have just took 10%, 100K of that and invested that into her future, how much more could she have given to her family? Or how much more could he given to his family? How much could have went to possibly prolonging their life if that was necessary. You know what I'm saying? If that was possible, you know, uh, there's so many people that have passed away recently um, that, I, that I've known that only if they would have just told somebody what they were feeling or going through, they would have found out that what they had was uh, curable and all it took was a few thousand dollars, but people don't want to get the people don't want to be a burden uh, on their families asking for ten, twenty five thousand uh, dollars. So they keep it to themselves, you know. Um, so working on um, um, getting people to understand, look. You can come into investing in the securities market at least. Now, if you want to invest in like a camera or something, the camera may cost four thousand dollars, and the lens may cost like ten thousand dollars. Or, or if you want to invest in like I don't know, like for example, me doing this podcast, it it, it takes Wi-Fi, it takes having a laptop. I'm I'm using my phone right now. I got to pay my phone bill. You know what I'm saying? Um to make sure I keep this going, you know, so, um, getting that, getting that information out there to people, 
uh, this, if, if money was not an issue, these would be a few things that I would get done. Um, uh, is there, I can't think of anything else right now. Um, I will tell you, I probably would also hop into politics, but I probably would not be the politician myself. Just like I probably would also open up uh, some 501c3s, some uh, or- charitable organizations, even such as churches. But I don't think that I should be the pastor. I don't even think I should be in the choir. I think I still need to be out there in the pews sitting down, you know, <laughs> riding a pony that's pine and, and getting a lesson. Uh, but also, um, yeah, I probably would open up some schools and whatnot, but I don't think I should be the teacher. You know, like I may come in and do, you know, a, a business or a financial literacy class, you know, once every now and then. You know what? I might change that around. I may do a little bit of professing. I may do a little bit of professing. I mean, like being a professor just for a little bit, maybe an adjunct uh, professor. Adjunct professor, I'm not trying to knock it. I think it's very honorable and everything. You know what? I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to apply for an adjunct uh, professor position. Uh, Essentially, I got a master's, you know, like you can be an adjunct professor with a master's. Uh, I, I think you may have to have a PhD. I don't know what the requirements are to be an official professor, but I, uh, as an adjunct professor, if you're not familiar with that term, uh, neither am I. I just, I just know how to use it. I just know how to say it. Uh, not even say it. I just know how to use it in a sentence. Let me see real quick. What is an adjunct professor? According to Wikipedia, an adjunct professor is a type of academic appointment in higher education who does not work at the establishment full-time. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't work there full-time. I just come in. I just handle some basic classes like Business 101. Business shit, if there's even one lower than that, Business 100. You know, saying basically what's a corporation, what's a sole proprietorship, what's um, what's a partnership. What's an S corp or a corporation? Um, the different requirements, you know, just business one hundred, just real basic stuff. Um, what else would go into business one hundred? I'm not sure if this is business one hundred, but su- supply and demand chain. Econ- that's that's actually economics. I would say that's I would say that's economics one hundred or one on one. I don't I don't know if that's even business 100 but you could even throw uh, a little economics in the business class throw in some uh, bit, uh supply and demand chain uh surplus what it is to have a surplus uh what it is to oversaturate the market um and then to make it a little bit cool we could even throw in the new the new world of business such as um I don't know, some technology or something like podcasting, you know, I don't know that maybe that's going too far, but, um, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what I'd be doing, uh, day in, day out. Uh, you could probably call me Rob Kardashian, you know, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to talk about nobody, but I'd be chilling, man. I'd be chilling. I'd just be make sure I'm cooling two things that would be very important to me. I'd make sure I get my, my sleep. I'd make sure I get my water, make sure I get my my exercise, my cardio in, um, make sure I sweat those toxins out and, uh, 
make sure I'm spending time with my my family and making sure that um, I'm doing God's work. You know, even though I'm not trying to be out here and be like, yo, I'm the most godly or anything. You know, I got my vices, uh, but make sure I'm doing God's work. Make sure I'm, I'm helping. Um, big the the big thing to me is the children. The big thing to me is children. Big thing to me is elderly, and everybody in the middle too. But making sure the elders, like for example, real quick, uh, something I would like to touch on: uh, guardianship. Right, that shit. Like, it's kind. Of, I don't. I'm not. I'm not comparing it, but it's like probate court, right? Once you're in that shit. You're not getting out for like three, five years. Once you're in that shit, you're in it. And you could easily be entered into a guardianship program without all the knowledge. And I haven't I haven't de- dealt with a guardian in years, but I've I've helped guardians. Um so you could easily be, let's say, an elder person. So the government, don't quote me, uh, and I don't really, even really know what to research right now, but the government has essentially like, I don't know what it is. What's up? Can you put a little honey in my cup? If you're going to bust it down, I'm bring it up. I don't even know what the words are. <laughs> Just, but so the guardian, so the government has like, like, uh, uh, a wellness program um, where they essentially say, okay, we have a bunch of elders in this state or in this country, and we just need to check on them. If we don't have any information, and, and this is kind of crazy too, if we don't have any information that they're being looked after or they're still coherent or anything, like let's say you're an elderly person that's, no offense, lost all your, all your family don't really have too many friends and you have bought this mansion. You, you live in this mansion, right? In a mansion, I don't know what the technical term for a mansion is, but let's just say it's just a house with, I'm going to say like eight bedrooms or something. Um, and, and, and nobody really hears from you, right? Well, um, and don't quote me on all this. You can go into this government wellness pr- uh, program where they send out a guardian who just comes and checks on you. Now, I'm not sure who's the first person who comes and checks on you, whether it's the guardian uh, or if they have somebody else come check on you. But essentially, uh, I believe it's the guardian. So the government appoints. So that's another thing people don't understand about this guardian. You you may just look at them as they're just like a financial advisor or something. But they're not. They're a guardian. This person goes up to the house and all they have to say is that this person is like incapacitated or something or they can't really. Now, let's say, for example, you're an 80 year old man that stayed up till 5, 6 a.m. in the morning drinking your, your bourbon or your whiskey, your gold, your gold schlager. And somebody stops by your house at 9 a.m. and you answer the door. This is what I'm telling you when I have people uh, who got me recorded. I've had this happen to me. I had a, I was in the house chilling. I had this happen to me multiple times, like two or three times. In the house chilling, was drinking, chilling, watching TV, dozed off, you know, and a buddy of mine stops by the house, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, just wanting to hang out, eat, whatever. And I'm lush slurn whatever right 
of course, people want to record this shit and use it against me later. Like, yo, uh, yo, I'm really concerned about you or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, this happened to me. Uh, so I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying, let's just say that maybe you just had, you know, whatever. This person can come to your house, your guardian can come to your house and say uh, that he he's incapacitated. Now, once this government appointed guardian, okay, they can come off as a financial advisor or like a, a health advisor or something, somebody who's just like a family friend. No, this is a government appointed employee. You know, don't quote me. You got to do the research. We'll do the research on another episode. Uh, I've already been talking about 40 minutes. We have gotten nowhere near BARF. Um, well, a little bit. We're talking about guardianship. Um, so, um, here, real quick, I'm just writing down some notes. Sorry. Um, uh, so, this person goes back to the courts and says, yes, this person is incapacitated. As soon as they do that, the system begins. And this person who's 80 years old, 77 years old, is going to spend the next three to five years of their life in this guardianship program. Not saying that there's not that the program doesn't have great intentions. I mean, we if we have a large elderly population, which I think our elderly population may be decreasing, I'm not sure, which we should have a large elderly population. We have to figure out how we got to figure this out. I understand mm-hmm. no country for old men or old women, you know. I guess people may believe that we should just knock them off or whatever. But let's just say we, you know, keep our elderly around and we take care of them. So I can understand the program has great intentions. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, if you ever experienced racism. Racism happens in some of the most beautiful places. You're out by a lake, fishing, chilling, drinking your beer, relaxing. The the scenic is so beautiful. And then what happens? Some Caucasians roll up. Uh, I hate to say Caucasians. Uh, some racist people roll up. Uh... And they start harassing you and your family. Um, you're you're on a beautiful college campus. Beautiful college campus. Gorgeous. And what happens? You get some kids or some actually they're adults now who want to harass you and your girlfriend or whatever. You're in a beautiful city. Just going through the city. Just enjoying yourself. Just enjoying the scenic of this beautiful city. And what happens? Somebody wants to roll through, throwing shit out of their car, hitting a bunch of people with their car. And it, it happens in some of the most beautiful places. Um, so, um, so yeah. So, uh, uh, so you're, you're 77 years old, whatever. And now you're going to spend the next few years of your life. Uh, 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 there are some, I'm not saying there's no benefits to, to the guardianship program, but you can have some nasty players. Okay. So let's just say that you're not incapacitated, right? Let's say that you, let's just say, for example, you just had a brain fart or something and you're getting up there in age. We get it, but you just had a brain fart or something. And, um, and now this guardian, uh, so now you're in the guardianship program could take it could take three to five years, it, who knows how long, to get to prove 
that you are coherent, to prove you're not incapacitated, to get out of this program. Now you're 83. Now you're 85. Now, how do we know? I mean, because remember, you really don't have much family or friends. Now, how do we know that you shouldn't be in the program now? You know, so it's just it's just a terrible spot to be in. And these guardians, you can have some shit guardians. These guardians, what they'll do is they're technically I I don't know everything about guardians. You have to look it up. And also, if you want to, you know what? That may be something that I would like to join is become a guardian. You know what? I'm going to look at junk professor and guardian because some people, if you have really good intentions, you know what I'm saying? Because really, um, you're really supposed to get, I don't know how guardians get paid. Um, here, let me see real quick if we can look it up. How do guardians get paid? I'm not even sure if they know what I'm talking about. According to Harold, Stobner and Russell, PC. As guardian of the person, you are entitled to compensation for your time upon court approval. The compensation cannot exceed 5% of the ward's gross income. Attorney fees and other costs can and should be paid out of the ward's income upon court approval. Okay, so I'm not exactly sure. I just heard that and I'm still not exactly sure. You're entitled to compensation for your time upon court approval. The compensation cannot exceed 5% of the ward's gross income. Okay. We just said, what if this person has a mansion, right? What if this person's worth, let's just do $8 million, right? Old people be having money. Uh, I, I don't even want to say that too loud because, you know, there's a bunch of snakes out there that uh, are looking for vulnerable people. So with one ward, I guess, as they refer to them as, you can you can pay yourself. Let's say this person has $8 million, right? They had a bunch of buddies pass away. They had a bunch of family members pass away. And... All their buddies and family members allowed them to inherit their money, right? And they were friends with military vets, couple couple uh, government officials. This person has about $8 million in their bank account, living on this mansion that's been paid for for years. They got a couple old cars that been paid for, and they're just chilling. So this guardian can come in and not only pay themselves the $400,000, which is the 5%. This, now, this is off some random website, Harold Stobiner and Russell, uh, that was written back in 2020. So I'm not even exactly sure. This is on Temple templelawoffice.com. I'm not even sure how accurate that is. They can at least pay themselves $400,000. It should. It says uh, it cannot exceed 5% of the ward's gross income. Uh, attorney fees and other costs can and should be paid out of the ward's income. So not only are we taking uh, um, their attorney fees and other costs, but also what if there's another thing that you have to start doing? What if we need to get this person household or something, right? So now you're going to sell their mansion, right? So you, you took a bunch of their income or, okay, 5% of their income. That's just their income. But let's say now they got goods and stuff, a- antique cars, mansion, multiple homes. And for your time, you put in there, I had to sell their house. I sold their house for, let's just say, uh, $1 million, right? So their house for a million dollars. For my time, I need to take, let's just say they took 5% of that, which I'm not going to say that's going to be true because what's the vague part about this? The vague part is 
upon court approval. I saw that a couple times. So what if the court approves? So you're a guardian. You go to the court constantly. They're like, what's up, Chan, man? Man, what up, Shirley? You're like, what up, judge? They yeah, go, here's my statements from, you know, being a guardian. And you give it to them. And they're like, man, stamp, boom. Didn't even really review it. Maybe they reviewed it a little bit. But you're remember, you're a government and appointed employee uh, or a uh, government appointed uh you know person you know um we should look at uh the guardian program and look at uh some of the advantages and disadvantages i may want to look into becoming a guardian because it's very important to me to take care of these elderly people so by the time this guard this ward i guess as they refer to them as passes away they've lost their house their cars their penny loafers anything that they've had simply because they had no friends, no family around. They got caught on a drunk day or whatever. People say he was incapacitated. He fell, you know what I'm saying? Something. And also there's another thing is there should, in my personal opinion, and I believe it's like this, there should be multiple guardians, kind of guardians keeping an eye on the other guardians. So, uh, and I do believe this is how they do it. Don't quote me. So you have a guardian who, um, um, should be handling all your day to days. Okay. So making sure your electricity, your water, your gas or whatever, um, um, uh, your mortgage rent, if that's necessary, uh, your day to days. Okay. Making sure your finances and everything are in order. Then you should have another guardian, Who's taking care also of your like, I, I would say your day to day personal stuff, making sure that you're shopping for clothes, new clothes. You're not wearing those old clothes from 1949, making sure that you're taking any medication that you should be taking, making sure that you're getting your haircuts, uh, making sure that you're drinking water, making sure that you're exercising. Um, and even if you're an old person and all you need to do is just like. I don't know if you ever did this with your baby, but sometimes you would just take their legs and just move them back and forth or take their arms and just move them up and down and whatnot. If that's an exercise for an older person, that's all they need, then that's all they need. So, but the thing about these guardians is what if the person that's exercising is punching this old person, you know, and this old person seems to be getting it brand new bruises. Uh, then the other guardian who handles the finances should be coming in and being like, yeah, I've noticed that uh, when I go to go check their finances or their accounts and everything, you know, just sit down with them. Uh, I'm noticing they're getting new bruises, you know what I'm saying? So that we can start or the, 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 the one that handles the personal day to days with the clothes and everything says, I just kind of noticed that this other guardian has been paying themselves an excess amount and they're selling or, or maybe not an excess amount, but they're selling everything this person has up into their socks and their shoes. They're selling everything because you got to remember every time you sell something, you got to you got labor, 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 labor. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was completely all over the place. Uh, I really had no intentions of hopping in and all that. Um, but yeah, those were just a few things that I would do if <laughs> money was not a, a, a thing. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know what? Um, I don't know what just happened. Uh, 
All right, I'm gonna go ahead and end it right here, and we're gonna try to get to barf. Okay, I, I apologize. I, I told y'all I need Chan Man's journal. <laughs> I need barf, and I think I'm gonna start creating uh, the second half. I'm not sure what I'm gonna call it yet, but essentially, and this RSS thing is not working. I want the Amazon Music to check out my podcast, and they're like, "Hey, are you Chan Man from Portugal?" I'm like, no, what in the world? They're like, yeah, we got this house of barf uh, that was in Portugal. I'm like, nah, man, that's, I, I, I must have messed something up. The house of barf is based in America. Uh, so I, I didn't even get it done. Uh, so I got to figure out this RSS link so we can get this thing out of here so that I can start getting some. Because um, I'm not trying to be boastful or anything. I'm not saying that I'm creating the best content. But no offense, advertisers, to a certain extent, are not that picky. Uh, like, if I was able to do this approximately about four and a half years ago with less knowledge about um, uh, the market, and I already received several advertiser sponsors, there's no reason why. And I got nowhere near how many episodes I have. I say I only have about 50, 60 episodes. But when I look at um, uh, my my podcasters, it says I have about close to uh, it says I have about a hundred. I'm like, no way. Uh, so um, there's there's no chance that I should not have an advertiser or a sponsor now. Now going again, I should be stepping out and going to find them. I, I didn't even think of that until I, I listened to uh, Wallow uh, and and Gilly um, show. Uh, but Wallow said it to Nick Cannon. It was like, yeah, I went out and I looked for advertisers. See, I'm sitting here waiting for advertisers to come to me. And I know there's some some not picky ass advertisers who just, they don't even care. You know, I Trust me, there's several advertisers. You know, uh, there's no reason why I shouldn't have an advertiser right now. So all that is, is... Um, they're, they may not have found me on Spotify yet. There's so many podcasts out there. Uh, let, let's look here real quick before I go. Let's just look that up real quick. Um, how many podcasts are in America? According to podcast page, there are currently around three to four million podcasts out there. According to listen notes, according to Amplify and Pod News. 44% of the podcasts have less than three episodes. Only 720K podcasts have more than 10 episodes. They also share that out of those 720K podcasts, only 156K are releasing a weekly episode. Okay. So, you see what I'm saying? There's about three, four million podcasts out there. And then, as you see, the numbers do change on, you know, uh, who's releasing weekly. I'm trying to do daily post. Um, so, uh, which which could be counterproductive, you know, who knows? So, uh, yeah, there's absolutely no reason why I shouldn't have an advertiser by now. You know, at least one. I should I should have a, I should have somewhere around like six that have reached out to me, but I probably only accepted the highest bids, you know, as long as it's not nothing you know ethical uh, about it. But, yeah, whoever wants to pay me the highest. So I got to get this RSS link figured out. Um uh, so that we can start getting this pumping and I can start bringing in some bread so that, um, uh, 
we can we can start taking things to the next level. So I've been talking for about 56 minutes. Gosh darn. Didn't even realize that. And it's nothing related to barf. Goodness gracious. Well, we talked about guardianship and whatnot. But all right. So I'm going to go ahead and pause this. Uh, I'm going to end this one. And then I'm going to come back. That's why I'm thinking about creating the second half. You know, because um, then it's just like straight market shit. But I haven't even touched on barf. Like. Uh, like if we took the whole guardianship program and made an episode out of that, that would have been barf and then came back and then did, uh, the stats. I mean, uh, the, uh, the market. Uh, so yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Thank you. I have a quick break. I'm going to go ahead and end this. Thank you so much to anybody, everybody, uh, who decided to take time out of their wonderful day to come kick it with Chan, man. I appreciate it so much. God bless. This is Chan, man. House of Barf. <laughs> 